Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're exploring the book of 1 John and learning how to walk in light, walk in love. Now let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, my friends, to yet another episode of Everyday Truth. We are in 1 John chapter 5, and we're in verse number 7. So, um, hey, I'll just say this. I know verse 7 is a much debated verse uh, in Bible scholar circles, uh, but we're just going to read it at face value and give you the meaning and move on. So the Bible says, for there are three that bear record and that's really what the this little portion of Scripture is about. It's about the testimony, or we would say in a courtroom setting, John, the evidence. You know, if you were in a courtroom, strong evidence is eyewitness testimony or corroborating evidence. So here, John is talking about the witness or the record that we have, the truth of who Jesus is, the truth of the foundation for our faith. So the record, verse 7, verse 8, there are three that bear witness. Um, The end of verse 8, these agree. Verse 9, if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. This is the witness of God who he hath testified. Verse 10, he believeth in the Son of God hath the witness in himself. Um, end of verse 10, he believeth not the record. Verse number 11, this is the record. Um, so obviously the theme of these verses is we have corroborating evidence. You know, our faith in Christ, our belief in uh, everything that we claim is not just a matter of a shot in the dark. It's not pie in the sky, but we have evidence Uh, that corroborates what our faith informs us of. So, for instance, yesterday we ended the episode by saying that that we have the Spirit, right? The end of verse number six, that the Spirit beareth witness uh, because the Spirit is truth. So we have the, the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. But now in verse number seven, the Bible says, there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, of course, capital W there, that's the Lagos, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And the idea of oneness here, although we know that the, the Godhead is co-eternal uh, and co-equal, we know that as a basis for our faith. We're not going to do a Bible study on that right now. But the point in verse 7 is that these three all agree about the things we've spoken of. There's a, there's a perfect uh, there's a perfect agreement among the witnesses among the godhead. Exactly right, Pastor. John is emphasizing, you know, that there is a unanimous, you know, testimony that Jesus is the Christ. He is the son of God. All the things John's been talking about, Jesus truly is what revelation reveals him to be. What the epistle of John, particularly in this context, talks about Jesus. And John is giving people, we mentioned first John chapter one, you know, concrete evidence. We talk about living by faith and people sometimes say, well, living by faith is just things you can't grasp a hold of. Uh, the Bible gives us solid things in scripture 
that we can base our faith upon. It's not just like you said, some pie in the sky. No, it's very concrete things that God gives us. We know this is God's word. And John is reminding us by the repetition of record and witness that these are not things just fabricated out of midair. Mm. These are things we can base our life upon. We can live by faith because we know these are true. And doesn't it also harken back to what we referenced yesterday? And that is the Jesus came by water. So when he was baptized to fulfill all righteousness, remember at his baptism, there was the testimony, the record of his father. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. There was the testimony of Jesus' life himself as the one revealed uh, in the flesh, the word, the logos, uh, and then the testimony of the Holy Spirit that alighted upon him like a dove. So there was the trifold testimony to the authenticity of Jesus' ministry. And the last point I'll make about verse 7 is there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the, the Holy Ghost. So the Word became flesh, dwelt among us, but the Word is the eternal Word, capital W, the Son of God, the eternal Son of God who is in heaven. So there is the eternality of Jesus as well. It speaks to the deity of Christ. It speaks to the authenticity of the Trinity. And it speaks to the veracity of the testimony of the Trinity regarding uh, the, the, the person and work of Jesus. You know, John does want these believers to know, you know, don't be bamboozled by these teachers of error who are coming along and trying to sell you a bill of goods, so to speak, about things that are not just right. Uh, John wants to confirm them, you know, you, you know what you've believed and he's keep on in the faith, you know, don't go to the side, don't be led astray by false teaching because often Satan comes as a wolf in sheep's clothing. It looks really good, but John is saying, no, the, these are the fundamentals of the faith. You must continue to go with these. Don't be led into error by, by the spirit of Antichrist. Only on the Everyday Truth Podcast will you hear the word bamboozled. I mean, John, that's a triple word score right there. That's awesome. Look at verse number eight. And there are three that bear witness in earth. So there's the heavenly witness of the Trinity. And then the Bible says in verse number eight, and there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit and the water and the blood. So we talked about the water and the blood yesterday. So uh, the, the beginning of Jesus' ministry, the inauguration of it, his baptism, and then the completion of it, uh, his shedding of his blood upon the cross, it is finished. Uh, when he identified with us, shed his uh, spotless blood as the spotless lamb of God uh, for us. So the spirit, and the spirit is the one that brings that to our understanding. So the spirit uh, the Holy Spirit, the, the, and the testimony of Jesus' public ministry, uh, both at the inauguration of it and the completion of it, are all bare record. So these three are one. Not one in the fact that some, somehow in a mystical sense, the Spirit of God is blood, <laughs> or that water somehow is blood and the Spirit, that would just be insane. No, the idea about being one is they're one in their testimony. They are all testifying the same thing. The Spirit of God, the indwelling Spirit of God that brings all things to remembrance, uh, who lives inside of every believer, uh, the, the ministry of Jesus, both in its inauguration and, and the implication then is in his preaching, in his teaching, and then in its completion, in what he came to do, the blood. It is finished. They all agree to the testimony of uh, the authenticity of the ministry of Jesus Christ. 
as you talk about witnesses, Pastor, I think about the Old Testament law, how they, the Mosaic law by the mouth of two or three witnesses. But they had to they had to agree. Though they if they didn't agree completely, then it was thrown out. They had mm. to agree. They had to be unanimous in what they were saying. And that is what John is getting. John's given witnesses and saying, and these witnesses, they, they are unanimous. They are agreeing. And so I like how you highlight that that is what John is doing here is giving these witnesses. And I think about the spiritual in John 16, like we mentioned it before, but again, John 15 and 16 talk about the spirit of God will testify of Jesus Christ. He will highlight Jesus Christ. He will magnify Christ and draw people to him. Yeah. Look at verse number nine, as we continue just this whole concept of witness and testimony. And it's, it's a, it's an argument of logic. So, so look at verse number nine, if we receive the witness of men, so, and the idea there is we do, we, we receive the witness of men, you know, we, we go to a courtroom and when there are credible witnesses that agree in their testimony, we receive that, you know, a, a jury would say, okay, you know, the, these four people all claimed under oath, they saw the same thing. That's, that's, I, we are going to receive that. We're going to let that be evidence that sways us, right? So if we receive the witness of men, well, the witness of God is greater. <laughs> so if if we're gonna tell if we're going to believe what people swear by, then would we not believe what God says? So if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. And and this is the witness of God, for this is the witness of God, which he testified of his son. So what is it? Look at verse number 10. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. So what is the witness of God? The witness of God is, I have sent my son, the word, the revelation of God to man to give you life. And the way by which that life is given to you is in the sacrifice of my son upon the cross. I authenticated his ministry. Remember the baptism? I authenticated his death by raising him from the dead after three days. This is my message to you. This is my witness that this indeed is my son. What will you do with him now that I have authenticated his ministry? As you talk about what John is saying here, Pastor, I think about John chapter 5. You know John 5 where Jesus, the, the Jews are wanting to kill him. He's made himself equal with God by what he says. And, John, and Jesus gives some witnesses. He talks about John the Baptist. John the Baptist testifies to me. But in that passage, he also talks about, you know, that my, he my has miracles. Exactly. His miracles. His miracles. Uh, the, the Father. And then in John 5, 39, he says, search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And so Jesus himself gave the Father his miracles, John the Baptist, and even that passage. When he gave John, he said, but I have greater witness than this, and that is his miracles in the Father. So what John is saying, Jesus has said very similar things in John 5, but people sometimes are slow to believe that. Yeah, I think about what Peter said. He, he was referencing that time when he and John and, and, and uh, James we're on the Mount of Transfiguration. And he said, we heard the voice of God authenticating the ministry of his son. This is my beloved son, hear him. But then he said this, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Where until you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. He talked about, man, we as New Testament believers, you know, we weren't there at the baptism. 
we, we weren't there at the Mount of Transfiguration. We weren't there physically at the cross. So we, we don't have these eyewitness testimonies that John had or that Peter had. But you know what Peter told us? We have a better testimony. We've got the we've got the word of God from which our faith is derived that we have this witness and if we would receive the witness of men in a courtroom setting then would we not receive the greater witness of God through his word that that's the that's the gist of this passage let's hurry to verse number um 11 so this is the record so here okay for the, for the court you know, we got the you got the little transcriber there typing on her on her what what do they call that person? The, Stenographer. Yeah, the court, court reporter. Court reporter. Yeah. You know, that's typing out the. Okay, so here, here's what the court reporter is telling us here in verse number uh, eleven. This is the record. What what is it that God hath given to us eternal life? Now you mark it down. That's part of the that's part of the record. God gave us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. How does eternal life come to us? Not through works. Not through religion. Through Jesus and Jesus alone, he that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. But that is, let me look at that again. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. They're all one-syllable words. It's almost as if God says, I've given you the record of all eternity regarding salvation. And let me make it as simple as simple can be. All one syllable words. Here is my testimony to who Jesus is, what salvation is, what your need is. Hey, bank on this simple statement. It could not get more simple than this. You know, people want to make it convoluted. They want to make it complicated. Satan wants to muddy up what the gospel is. But you're right, Pastor. This is succinctly stated, and there can be no question about how do you have eternal life. Well, my friends, I hope that helps today. Uh, If you've never received Christ as your Savior, uh, you have the greatest testimony of all time, God. And I think on the inside, the work of the Holy Spirit, He convicts us of sin, of righteousness, of, of judgment. And it might be the Holy Spirit of God pulling on your heart today, convicting you, showing you that your great need and your only need regarding salvation is what will you do with Jesus? And for those of us that know Christ as Savior, what great incentive for us to live for Him? What great incentive for us to say, I want to exercise faith in Him every single day. We're going to get to that next episode. So I hope you'll join us. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day in the Lord. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If Everyday Truth matters to you, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.